You're listening to Heart Food Podcast, episode 82. Welcome to Heart Food Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Pardo, nutritional therapy practitioner and private chef. This is a show that tells you the truth about food, nutrition, movement, mental health, mindfulness, and body image, all with a hefty dose of real talk. This show will inspire you, change your mindset, and help you feel more confident and comfortable in your own skin inside and out. To find the show notes for each episode and to sign up for my weekly newsletter, visit ashleypardo.com. Find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Ashley K. Pardo. Find me on YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube channel at Ashley Pardo. If you have a question to be answered on this podcast, please email it to heartfoodpodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Hey friends, so super real talk with this episode. This is actually the second time I'm recording this. We did record, uh, well, I recorded an episode yesterday and it was edited and everything and Derek told me to listen to it because the sound quality was better than usual and in listening to it, it sort of got me sucked in to realize that I rambled a lot in that episode and I know your time is valuable and I've actually never done this before. So I'm actually re-recording the episode this morning, Tuesday morning, so that it can come out and be really clear and concise for you guys. And I just want to reiterate that going forward, I'm going to be as clear and concise as possible. I always have notes that I work with for this podcast, but I end up thinking of things that I want to say in the middle. So I'm going to do my best to just make it a little bit more concise going forward so you can get the most out of the time that you spend that I'm so appreciative for listening to this podcast and being a fan of the show. I don't take it lightly that you spend your valuable time with me. So today's episode is going to be all about nutrition and just really simple nutrition tips to get you to where you want to go. Initially for this episode, I had thought about reading a blog post that I had written about how it's very important to be kind to yourself with food. And when I first started my business, I was all about the kindness and the intuitive eating because that's really what made the biggest shifts for me. And I then started realizing as I began working with people that it was not as easy and that you can't really start with intuitive eating. And I have said that many times and even in my programs in intuitive eating school, which was my group coaching program, I'm not continuing with group coaching anymore. It's going to morph into a continuity group eventually with fitness that's coming towards the end of this year. But I realized that there has to be sort of a dedicated period where you pay closer attention to your nutrition and then later you can move into intuitive eating. So you can't really start there. And that's something that I learned, again, working with people and realizing that some people need more structure and that's okay. And you know what? If you want to lose fat to make yourself feel more comfortable in your skin, that is okay too. I am really tired of seeing, you know, 
people get pissed for people wanting to lose fat. As long as it is coming from a place in which you already feel worthy, as long as you come in with the awareness that like getting your dream body is not going to truly change who you are on the inside and like you literally just want to feel better and maybe feel lighter and feel more alive and move better in your body. I have been there and I actually you know, this is sort of difficult for me to talk about, but I actually was there like five, four or five years ago where I ended up gaining weight and reading so much literature on uh, intuitive eating and just kind of eating whatever and not trying to change your body. And that just made me feel like crap mentally and physically. And it really wasn't until I started implementing the tools that I'm going to talk about today and also implementing them with my clients as I begin to work with them that things really began to change for me. And I find myself now in the best shape of my life, feeling the best, and also feeling a lot of freedom with food. So I used to have to really pay attention to what I ate and really just not be able to go out to dinner and be free. Now, since I have a lot of muscle on my body, I can pretty much just listen to what I'm eating and loosely sort of, you know, know the total amounts that I need to eat and and it can feel a lot better. So I attribute that to a faster metabolism, which I'm going to be having content around. But I wanted to preface that as the reason why I am doing this episode and the fact that many people like get caught up in, oh my God, what's that new diet that you're doing? And oh my God, what's this like new thing that that I'm hearing of that that can be that somebody lost weight with and people's ears perk up, especially in social settings, like what did you do? And I just want to let you know that before you start worrying about intermittent fasting or keto or carb cycling or any of or any of these methods, I want you to follow what I'm going to talk about today. Six simple strategies, super quick, that I'm going to go through that you, these are the only things that you need to know. If you are dialed in with these, then you're fine. And let's say you start hitting a plateau with these, then you can start implementing more advanced strategies. But I want you to think of these as a pyramid. I want you to think of the most important things that I'm going to be talking about at the bottom of the pyramid when it's most wide. And then as we get to less importance, we're going to go towards the top and it's going to be the point of the top of the pyramid or the triangle or whatever. So I want you to think of it like that. The widest part and the most important that we're going to least important. I'm actually going to say the most important thing at the end of the episode because it deserves a little bit more thought and a little bit more context. But I just want you to know that it doesn't have to be as simple. I mean, it is simple. It doesn't have to be as hard as it it seems. But usually we don't want to be consistent. Usually we don't think that the simple things work. But in business, in life, in fitness, in relationships, simple is always best. Tried and true strategies work. What's tough is is thinking that there's not something shiny over there that is going to make everything better. 
So before I get into that, I wanted to remind you that I do have just two hot seats left to do hot seats with me, obviously, where you can get your nutrition looked at by me. We can talk for 30 minutes about what is going on with you and how I can help you. And if you want to do that, you can sign up in the show notes or you can send me a DM on Instagram if you are interested. Four of those have been snagged and I'm actually introducing a new fat loss program really soon. And three of those spots have been snagged. So I only have two spots left for the hot seats and two spots left for coaching before I get into the launch of the cooking school, which is happening in June. It was supposed to happen in March and that didn't happen. So this course is a beast. There is so much involved in this. I'm adding at least quadruple the amount of content that was the in the initial cooking school and the name is actually changing as well. I don't have a name for it yet, but it's no longer going to be intuitive cooking school. It's going to have a name that is going to convey quick, easy, fast, delicious and results. So I'm still working on that, but Prep Like a Pro is going to be coming out next month as well. And you will be you will have the opportunity to buy intuitive See, I'm already saying it. You will have an opportunity to buy the cooking school uh, after Prep Like a Pro happens. And if you bought Intuitive Cooking School, you are going to get the new price or the new school for 75% off. So there's so much more content. Again, it's going to be three times as much. So keep that in mind. And that's what's going on here. Be sure to stay tuned with everything that's happening. But let's get into this episode. Um, we are going to be, I wanted to give you some context, like I said, but I want to go straight into what is most important here. So we are going to leave the last one for the end. So the second most important thing, starting at the bottom of the pyramid, is caloric intake, energy balance. If you do not eat less than what your body is burning, then you will not lose fat, period. Like, don't make it more complicated than it needs to be. You have to be in a caloric deficit to lose fat, point blank, hard stop, right there. So it doesn't matter if you're eating clean. It doesn't matter if you are doing a whole 30. Those things might cause less inflammation. doesn't matter if you're vegan. doesn't matter what you carnivore. doesn't matter what you're doing. All of those things, the magic in those diets and those ways of eating just boil down to eating less. So people eating more vegetables, feeling fuller. So you want to make sure that you are eating less calories than you are currently eating. And you can do that by either just eating the way that you are doing now and and tracking for a week, seeing where you are and, and seeing what happens with your weight and then slowly taking out about... 200 calories, I'd say with your food and then maybe adding 2000 extra steps per day. I do like to add in some extra movement because that way I always want you to have as much food as you can. And we also do this beneficially and optimally by adding in as much protein and fiber as we can. Those are the most satiating things that we eat. Protein has a warming effect on the body. So it heats up uh, the temperature of the body has a thermic effect. So it is going to be more satiating, more burning. And since we are going to be dealing with less calories, we want to make sure that we're getting a bang for our buck. So in a sense, being satiating, you know, having an apple versus having, you know, 100 calories of like chocolate, it's going to be very different in the hormonal effect on your hunger hormones and also the way that you feel and your cravings later. So keep in mind that that is super important and Even if you just eat, I don't recommend this, but if you're just eating 1500 calories or 1600 calories of broccoli, or if you eat it 
from chocolate cake, like you will lose weight. That's why people who eat sugar and McDonald's and whatever else can still lose weight. Like caloric balance is what matters. Now, the next thing that, you know, the next thing on the list is the macronutrient makeup. And so it also matters that you're getting enough protein. So again, we need protein to stay in the caloric deficit comfortably and manage our hunger. So we need to make sure that you are having pretty much 0.8 to 1 gram per pound of your body weight. So I weigh about 130, 135. I eat about 125 to 135 grams of protein a day. Now I didn't start there, but that's a place that you can start. And if you're eating maybe 40 per day, maybe bringing it up slowly, I would like you to have at least 100 because that's what's going to maintain your muscle mass. If you're training, that's what's going to build your muscle mass. I do suggest animal protein. If you you have issues with that, obviously you can still get it done on a vegetarian diet. It just is not going to be as optimal and that is fine. I just want you to be aware of that. And then within protein, so we have our protein and then the carbs and the fats that we eat, we want to make sure that we are eating them in a way that is both fueling our workouts and recovering, allowing us to recover from our workouts. So making sure that we have carbohydrates around our workout times, again, for both energy and recovery, and then fat for building hormones and creating cell walls and all the amazing things that fat does. I don't really care what you do with your fats and your carbs, as long as you stay with your caloric balance and you are getting enough protein, about 30% of your calories, 30 or 35% should be coming from protein. And then the rest you can have between your carbs and your fats. There are more advanced strategies, but that's a place that you can begin because again, you know, what you'll actually do is going to be the most important thing. So the next thing is going to be micronutrients. So making sure that you have good food quality. So even though calories are the most important thing, there's so many hormonal and mental and physiological effects that happen from the food that we eat. So prioritizing mostly real whole foods one ingredient foods, you know, proteins, fruits, vegetables, some starches. That's where you want to stick for the most part. And then in the times that it's worth it to you, you're having other stuff that is delicious and and amazing. But I want you for the most part to focus on real whole foods because those are going to keep you satiated. And again, we need our micronutrients, vitamins and minerals. Those are going to be really, really important. The next thing is nutrient timing. So again, if you are training, making sure that you are having your carbohydrates pre and post workout, maybe not having as many on times that you're around the times that you're not training because they're not being utilized as much and carbohydrate, excess carbohydrates can get stored in the body as fat. That's just science. So Again, what matters most is going to be your caloric intake, the macronutrient makeup, and the micronutrients. Nutrient timing is more of an advanced strategy, but for a lot of people, it is beneficial to time their carbohydrates around their training. And we can get deeper into that, but that's really all you need to know for now. 
The last thing at the top of the pyramid is your supplements. And I wouldn't even worry about supplements until you have all of these dialed in. So they kind of build on top of each other. Once you have your calories in check, then you can look at the micronutrient makeup. Then you can look into the micronutrients. Then you can look into the nutrient timing and then the supplements. Now for me, I always prioritize real food. And I think that that is great for you too. But... I want you to not feel nutty and think that you only have to eat whole foods 100% of the time because that is not true. So the supplements that I would recommend are a protein powder if you feel like you can't get your protein in. And I really like the Tone It Up brand. I also like collagen peptides to get extra protein, even some, you know, healthy protein bars. I like, you know, Epic bars, which are basically jerky. A lot of people are not fans, but I do like them. So I also really like magnesium uh, citrate. It helps with sleep and your digestion, and it helps you sort of calm down a little bit. I also really love 5-HTP and ashwagandha for sort of stress relief and that calmness that you can get sometimes. And I also really, really like activated charcoal and digestive enzymes for digestion when it's, if you're feeling stopped up, I really love those things and they can really work like a charm sometimes. So, but I wouldn't worry about like BCAAs or, you know, anything like that if your other stuff is not dialed in. So again, you want to build on this pyramid and all of these things are going to be the things that matter. Now let's get into number one, the most important which is compliance, adherence. What is it that you are actually going to do and show up for every day? So we can buy books, we can Google about food lists and this and this and that. We can get excited, but like, what are the things that you can actually do every single day within your life mentally and, you know, in the amount of energy that you have in a day you want to put into your food prep and stuff like that. So many people ask me what I eat and I am always happy to share, but I always hesitate a little bit uh, because even though I do share it, because I don't want people to think that that's what they have to eat because this is what I eat based off of my history and my preferences and what I like to have and what fits for me, my convenience foods, my fun foods, my non-negotiables and stuff like that. So I want you to truly think about what is going to be most sustainable for you. Yes, you can only eat you know, boiled chicken and broccoli, but like, how long is that going to last? Really be honest with yourself, be true to yourself, know that whatever you do for a long period of time is what you will do for a long period of time and what you will do for the rest of your life. Again, this is not a diet. This is a way of eating and a way of life in Paying attention to your nutrition should be something that we do forever. Obviously, there's going to be times when you are dialed in and you are maybe are a little bit more dialed in when you have a fat loss goal or something. But this is something that like when you get off of that time period of a cut or whatever it is, that you're going to go have to, you're going to have to go back into daily life and you're going to have to continue to adhere because that is what is going to drive your health goals and the way that you feel and especially if you are training. So these were really the practical strategies that that you can use. There are more mindset strategies that there's a lot of episodes on this podcast about that, like building self-trust and because you can find yourself 
doing these things like, okay, Ashley, this sounds great. I'm going to go do it. And then you can have a lot of mindset struggles at the same time. And that is okay. But that's a whole other world and a whole other thing to go into. And you know what? A lot of people struggle with it and and that's fine because it is hard, especially if you have a lot of your beliefs wrapped up in food and I don't want to diminish how serious that can be and how real the struggle can feel like. So I want you to look back into previous podcast episodes and even go into my blog and and read some of the stuff that I have written on being kind to yourself with food. Um, It's really up to you where you want to start and you really have to be honest with yourself because maybe you want to just relax with your eating and go into a period of intuitive eating and not really track and heal your mental relationship with food. Maybe you want to begin tracking because you have healed your mental stuff. And that's kind of where I found myself. I found myself in a period of of tracking several years ago, and I still do it from time to time. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that because you have to have data so that you can adjust the data to get to where you want to be. So I hope this was helpful. It was definitely more concise than yesterday's episode, but or the one that I recorded yesterday. But let me know if there's any questions, if you all have any other questions around or struggles around nutrition, because I have a talent that I like to uh, say, this is why I'm able to, and this is not like me, you know, being conceited. It's just saying that like, I, I believe that I'm able to have a business around this stuff because I can take really complicated topics and simplify them into digestible chunks that can be actionable and practical. And that is what we are going to be focusing the podcast on going forward. But I do need your feedback for what you want to hear and what you want to learn so that you can change your life and be the best version of yourself and just do whatever it is that you want to do to make yourself feel amazing. So I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in and don't hesitate to ever reach out to me. I love hearing from you all and I can't wait to talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to Heart Food Podcast. To find the show notes for this episode, visit ashleypardo.com. Follow Ashley on social media at Ashley K. Pardo. If you enjoy the show, please share it with your family and friends and give us some love by subscribing and leaving a five-star rating and review on iTunes.